Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that adverb Josh. It's got to be an applicable one today. Yeah. Wordly. Wordly. That's definitely not a word. Lee. Verbosely. Verbosely. That's is that good. a word? It is now. Trust your word instincts, Josh. In a way that uses too many words. There you go. <laughs> yeah, verbosely. Verbosely. Okay. That's your adverb of the week. The things that verbosely matter. I'm Aya. I'm Josh. And this is episode 49. And today we're going to be talking about words. Words. So what's in a word? How do people use words? Letters. Shut up. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's really mean. <laughs> Just like what a jerky answer to a question that we both thought of. Do words matter? Are we supposed to answer the questions right now? No. I want you to answer all of those questions right now. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. The end. Podcast over. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's just get into it. And we're back. Oh, it's so good to be back. Actually, we're back this time because I got up and fixed that water fountain situation. You literally just got back from standing and up. Literally. Speaking of words, words, people use that word too much. Incorrectly. I use that word incorrectly sometimes. I'll be like, oh, it's literally this. Wait, it's not literally that. It's figuratively that. <laughs> but we say, I think, well, we say the word literally because we, it's like an emphasis. We use it as an emphasis, but it yeah. doesn't always. No, oh, almost never. The literal you. meaning of the word is not. Okay. When it's literal, it's we don't use the word literally, do we? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh, so how are you? What's going on? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. How you how been? You? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you're good? I'm good. Well, tell me what's going on. What's what's life about? What's happening? Um. So I finished up classes and now I have a little bit of time before I go to Quebec teaching classes I finished teaching classes and I finished taking classes all right for now except I'm taking another class starting next <laughs> week so on Sunday I'm driving to Quebec and I'm doing a French course there that makes sense Quebec is French that's right yeah so I'll be doing that for about a month you're going to be in Quebec for a month that's right yeah where in Quebec I there's too many R's in this word for me Trois-Rivières. Oh, Trois-Rivières? Yeah. You're trying to say it all like smooth and I'm just trying to... Because I'm... I'm okay, Trois-Rivières. You're a tryhard. Well, I don't know how to... Is there no... <laughs> is there no like in between like trying to pronounce something in the language and like saying it like a... You just have to be... There's a line, right? And you have to be able to be good enough to be on that side of the line. If you're not, don't even try. But like saying Trois-Rivières, like Trois. No, that's terrible. Trois-Rivières. We got to try a little bit. Like, what did you say? I said Trois-Rivières. 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 Now that I'm saying it too many times, <laughs> screwing it up. It's just too many R's for me. For the record, you're good at it. So you can be on that side of the oh, line. Oh, well, okay. you're saying that now because I have to go and pretend I speak French for... I mean, a... I'm not a French person. I don't really know. I'm... Yeah, no, my pronunciation needs a lot of work. You're good. You're good. Okay. So you're going to be there for a month. Yeah, yeah. So... By the way, Trois-Rivières, that's like three <laughs> rivers. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, because it's where... Look at that. I remembered my French. Three rivers. I mean, like... It's basically like the same as English. Yeah, sure. They both have a Latin base. Well, English kind of has Latin. This isn't what, that's not what this is about, Josh. But yeah, so I'll be there for a month and I'm taking the cat. You're taking the cat with you. Yeah. So I actually. Oh, she's going to be so scared. I know. I know. I. So either way, like either I leave her with like, she doesn't really like anyone else. Not that she doesn't like anyone else. Like 
she's fine with Joel, but like, there's no okay. Your boyfriend. Yeah. Your boyfriend Joel. Yes. Joel, your there's boyfriend. N- Shut up, Josh. If you have a you boyfriend. S- I feel like I'm in middle school when I talk to you like this. <laughs> Give it five. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kitty. I didn't mean to kick you. I was thinking on my first trip. I was just moving my leg and she was there. I didn't kick her. She was fine. Oh my god. Wow, kicking the Everybody. cat and taking no, her I didn't, back. I didn't kick her. She was just in the way of my feet. Yeah. So I there's no one I can really leave her with. Like I could leave her with my parents, but they hate cats. And like, I don't want to do that. So it was either like leave her with people and she's all scared or I take her with me and she's all scared, but at least I'm there to take care of her. Like I would worry about her constantly. Also, I would miss her. Like, I don't know. A month is a really long time. I would just be like, I don't want to be here. I want to be with my cat. Also, your cat's your best friend. So actually kind of, yeah. Like she's just the best company. Like I would worry constantly and like nobody else can, like nobody can talk to her. Right. And I feel like we have it. I mean, people can talk to her. (laughs) yeah but but she doesn't talk back but like i know you know how she is would you say that she doesn't use words she communication yeah she's a non-verbal communicator that's right verbal specifically means words right not just noise from your mouth right yeah she's non-wordly non-wordle communicator she doesn't play the game wordle at all you play wordle no she doesn't even like you play wordle i do i play wordle and i play word hurdle which used to be wordle too but then i guess the new york times was like you can't use that name your word hurdle we're, another hurdle. yeah word hurdle wait a second which is six letters are you good at wordle are you good at the wordle am i good at it i don't know i get it usually like i don't get it in two no i'm not particularly good at it i mean two is kind of crazy, is crazy. Got, i've gotten a few twos i've gotten a few but it's like oh i happen to get like three letters right in my first word and i can figure it out or like there's only one possibility you generally get three and four Three and four. That's my usual. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then word hurdle. And I play phrasal, which is by the same people who do word hurdle. It's actually pretty fun. I thought it was weird at first because I was like, how are you supposed to guess a whole phrase? But it's like you can guess each word independently. So the first Mm -hmm. phrase I write makes no sense. It's basically just guessing a bunch of words at once. But then once you get one word, you can fill in the rest of the phrase, right? Because it'll be like rose colored glasses. Like that was one of them. And it's like once you get rose, you're like, oh, yeah what you really like words don't you i know i've never talked so much this is wait have we yeah have we ever played scrabble together or words with friends oh, which is the same thing? i feel like we used to and i think it annoyed me when you beat me i love <laughs> i love word games yeah it's just like chess surprised you're still playing chess with me then i feel like chess you can get better and there's no luck involved so you know you can get better I would blame my losses. I'd be like, oh, he just got like the right words, or, like the wor- right letters or something like that. There's a little bit of luck involved. It's easier to get frustrated when there's luck. Uh-huh, sure. So whenever I beat you at Scrabble, it would be because I got better letters. That's the only reason. <laughs> no, that's not just what I'm saying. Clear. I'm saying that... <laughs> I'm of course saying it that is. <laughs> there, shut up. I'm just saying that there's like another... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to tell you to shut up. I keep. I feel bad now because I know you're known for being verbose, but I'm jokingly telling you to shut up. But then you looked very serious. Okay. No. No, what I'm saying is that like, because there is an element of luck, I find it more frustrating to lose. Uh-huh. Whereas like, if it's pure skill, which I mean, there's no luck involved in chess. There's none. There's no luck in no, the game. Not, no, not in chess. No. No. So like, I know that if I work, I can get better at it. It's not like things are just left to the universe. Like it's up to me. I have control of it. So I do it. But I wish there were like a word version of chess. I don't know what that means, but (laughs) I think it's Scrabble. But anyway, I think the biggest. No, there's still luck. No, I know. But I think the biggest problem for me when I play those games now, like words with friends is 
there's word scrambler things online that if you mm. wanted to, you could cheat like really easily. I don't like that. Do you do that? Is that how you were winning against me? No, but I could. And it bothers me that it exists enough that I don't, it makes me not want to, mm. like the other person could be doing, no one knows. Right. Like, I mean, I would hope, I think we should hope that we're not doing like, what's the point? What kind of a win is it if you win like that? Like there is, I'm pretty sure there's things that you can like put your chess pieces in and it'll give you the best possible move. Yeah. In fact, you could probably play a computer. Yeah. A computer is like the other person and you're playing their moves and you see. Anyway. Is that what you've been doing? Is that how you're winning? No. Yeah. That's how it gets to beat you. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. I know. I still haven't beat you, but I have gotten closer to not losing. <laughs> so you're going to Quebec for a month. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Uh, that's it. That's all I have. That's those are my news. Okay. Oh my god, my cat is so cute. She has like a little toy in her mouth. When she like, I love when she like carries it around, like you know, like imagine, like. Wow, you really just put a <laughs> thing in your mouth and then show me exactly what your cat is doing. In case you don't know how cute a cat. So you do communicate with your cat on her level. Gotcha. I do actually. <laughs> like I give her little forehead kisses, and I feel like she knows what's going on. Like. I don't know. She grooms me like she'll lick my hands. Yeah, That's a communication. Yeah, My girlfriend's bunny does that to me, too. So cute. And she yeah. like she'll like roll over and be like, pet me. Like, that's pretty obvious. Or like I'm sure she doesn't say it. <laughs> don't be so sure. She's actually so. OK, she's not verbal, but she is very vocal. Yeah, I will say she's a very vocal cat. Like you hear her sometimes going like. <laughs> and if you say her name a certain way, like if I go Kitty! and pretend that right on cue, she went. Hey, Aya. Been normal. Yeah. What's happening? I'm talking a lot. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being weird? No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's move okay, on. Okay. So I hope you have a good time in, in I was going to say France, but no, I mean, French Canada. Um, how are you, Josh? I don't think you've ever talked that long in the beginning. No, I'm so happy to hear that, especially on the episode about words. Actually, I'm going to show you something right yeah, now that has nothing to do. It's the opposite of words. Oh. My um, friend slash actor, Saul Solomon. Is it the opposite of words if it's communication still? Okay, I, show I me the... I don't know. There's, there's a philosophical <laughs> question in there. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you can look at this painting. Can you oh, see that? Oh, cool. I like it. It's like... Yeah, there's like surreal type. I don't know. It's like a mermaid. It's for it's a mermaid. She's hot. And he painted it for mermaid. Oh. Mermaid. You know what else is cool? You're showing me the painting, and then in the reflection of the glass of the painting, I see <laughs> you us. See, you can see us. Yeah. So you're like on the the mermaid yeah. boobies. No, you're not. Oh yeah, there are mermaid boobies up here. Yeah. M boobies. Um, this is by Solomon Shiv Landerman, my friend slash actor. Uh, yeah, he apparently this painting was actually inspired by me or partially. What? I didn't know. That was crazy. He wrote me like a handwritten letter with a wax sealed Aww. envelope. It's like his. Were you dressed like that, like that as a mermaid? I was not dressed like it wasn't inspired visually by me. I, uh... Well, what is that? Well, how else? <laughs> we had were, late night. You were his muse? No, we had like late night muse? conversations. Actually, it was inspired by words. Oh, if you want to know. We had late night conversations about the nature of contrast. Mm. And I'm big on contrast. I like to say that, you know, as a filmmaker, I want to be known for <laughs> understanding contrast. Um, so this whole painting is called Chasm. Chasm? Chasm. 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 It's pronounced chasm. I learned that and it was, I didn't, I've been saying chasm for years. It's chasm. Well, I said it both ways just in case. Yeah, you said it uncertainly. I wouldn't have corrected <laughs> if you said chasm. 
maybe I would have I don't know yeah so you could see like you have yeah. it's like a this paint I'm not going to just go over the whole painting yeah no give us a visual do you want me to describe it for our listeners you describe it there's like a mermaid on one side in the kind of dark watery background and she is higher up at the frame and then there is a sort of flying creature almost gargoyle-esque man kind of you know darkened and he himself is more darkened but the background is like very like he's close to the sun Mm. like he's you know up in the sky but he's below her she's above him in the frame and he's like reaching for her, even though she's supposedly underwater. It's just cool. Yeah, he he definitely That's cool. captured, I think, contrast in this painting. Anyway, it's beautiful. And he gave it to me as a gift. That's lovely. And I have my very own painting. And it's like an original artwork. Does it have a name? Often It is titles, a print, but yeah. Often they have titles. Oh, it's a print of a painting. Yeah, it's a, it's a print, but it's called Chasm. Oh, it's called Chasm. You already said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's really cool. So I just got that recently. and Very cool. When I start hanging things on my wall, I'll have to do that. Yeah, what's going to happen to that woman sitting on a ledge with hats? Oh my God. Beautiful painting. That's not my painting. I'm not taking that with me when I leave. I mean, that's very clearly your taste in painting, Josh. For those who don't know, Aya's being sarcastic. I am being <laughs> sarcastic. I'm using words. Outside of that, I've been doing a lot of writing. Good for you. Huh. Yes, this is a good segue. I've been writing. Uh-huh. You're Do a writer. I'm a writer. Right. You and I, we both picked this topic because, hey, we we love words. We're fans. We're, We're fans, fans of, words. of words. We're word fans. We're very linguistically inclined. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, yes. you're very linguistically inclined, like languages. I've always just, I love words. But linguistic includes words. Like of, just, course, of course. You know, when you take like those, what's it called? Like your skills or like your, the way that you think. People are more linguistic. Some people are more tactile. Some people are every, like, I mean, you have a bit of- You're a verbal. Thing. Yeah, more verbal. Yeah. I've always been more in the verbal category. I think my dad gave oh, me a okay. test when I was, my dad, you know, oh, he's one of those. Oh, yeah. I would, I would parent giving me psychological tests. <laughs> yeah, like so psychological fun. tests. I love psychological tests. It turns out, you know, when it comes to like math and stuff, that kind of thinking, Yeah. that's not my thing. But verbal, I've always scored like really high. Yeah. I mean, you do talk a lot. <laughs> I've- <laughs> I was always known for talking a lot. It's true as a kid. I know that's, that's me being a bit of a jerk. So let's, I have another segue for us because our last episode we had Simone on and her memory of you was that wasn't that you talked a lot. It was that you knew cool words. She was like, yeah, I always thought you were cool. That was the nicest thing ever. All the words. That was the nicest thing. She's I so love her. She's she so didn't great. say anything about me, but that's okay. I'll, I can, I love her. So that's <laughs> that's not true. Nice. She thought you were great. You guys were like she best friends. She didn't say that, but that's fine. I don't want to. I'm sure if I said that, she'd be like, oh, yeah, you were great. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. I'm just going to assume as much. I don't know if people like me until they name their kid after me. And then I'm like, oh, okay, we're cool. For reference, yeah, Amanda named her kid Ayala. And Aya for short. They call her Aya. Oh, really? They really? Yeah, they really like. We went for it. Took it on. I'm, yeah, I want to meet that little baby. And names are words as well. Now I feel like I see words everywhere. Oh, my gosh. They are everywhere. I'm really excited. I don't know. (laughs) Wait a second. Wait. We talked about all these heavy topics for so long. It's nice to just talk about words. I think that's it. It's like, oh, we could just talk about something I love. Watch this episode get super heavy. I don't know that it could. <laughs> I mean, it depends what words we use. Depends what words we focus on. Sorry. So yeah, Simone. Yeah, she said that you like. Remember that I did like to use defenestration words. So yeah, my favorite word. I don't know about you. I have a favorite word. My favorite word is defenestrate, which means <laughs> to throw somebody out a window. <laughs> I think it's cool and phonetic. Great word. Yeah, it comes from window. the Latin. 
Metro, yeah. French, which I'm assuming comes to the Latin, which I forget at this point. I think it's similar. Which is, it's ventana in Spanish. V. It's right. But it's got a B sound, ventana. Anyways, it's all related. I actually knew all kinds of interesting words because I think I brought this up before, but my dad had binders full of words. Oh, you told me. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. He just liked collecting words. That's cool. Interesting words that people didn't. Nowadays, you can get an app on your phone that gives you like a word of the day that you didn't know about. But my dad was that word of the day for me. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. So I would learn a word and then I'd come to class and I'd want to share it with everybody. Mm. So defenestrate was, you know, my favorite, but there was also decollate. Oh, I don't even know. What it's a that? synonym for decapitate. Decollate. Oh, I feel like you must have told us that and I just forgot. Yeah. I think I even brought it up on here. Bodkin. Okay. What's that? A bodkin is a, it's like a small dagger or needle. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. It's very specific. And then when I wrote short stories in, in elementary school, I just started throwing these words in there. He took out his bodkin and he stabbed. Oh, I don't man. Know. And, and the teacher's like, is this is a softcore porn? It sounds. Oh, my God. What is his bodkin? That's what you would as a teacher, I guess, think. I would never say that to a student. <laughs> I would Google bodkin, but we didn't have Google at that time. I don't think you would immediately think porn if you didn't know what the word meant. No. You wouldn't think, oh, a sophisticated but word. You say he stabbed her with the bodkin. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is a bodkin? <laughs> Sorry, Josh. I just, I'm sure that was a very lovely, innocent story. It was. About stabbing someone. <laughs> <laughs> very innocently violent yeah violence is considered yeah yeah what's your favorite word i do you have a favorite word i poop <laughs> i i don't have like a fancy poop. favorite word poop is your favorite word i think poop is my favorite i don't know if it's you know what i don't know if it's poop or poo and I, i'd like to i'd like to clarify <laughs> i don't like poo or poop apparently you do or the smells related to it i do like the word poo it's very satisfying to you. And the word poop. You're giggling every time them, you say it. You must I love it. I find them so funny. It's just the way that the P and then the O, poop. It's just such a cute little word. Poop. You must also love the word boop. boop. Like when you boop something. I love on... the word boop. You know, I yeah. boop all the time. And that's not even a real word. Not to be confused with boob. No, not boob. Boop. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think poo or poop is funnier? Boop. I don't love boop. the word poo or poop. It's not my thing. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Everybody loves those words. I don't know about that. What kind of person? <laughs> uh, I'm very mature. It's true. Some words sound it's not more about, yeah. enticing than others. Fun. Like, like some it. people really hate the sound of the word moist. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I don't care. It like, bothers it's not people. Great. I kind of like it, actually. It's kind of interesting yeah, to me. Moist. I could see you like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I like poo. I think they had a whole thing about that in Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, if you've ever seen that. No, I don't know. A musical, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh. There was a character named Moist or something, and everyone was like, oh. It's weird. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, the ways things sound in your ear can make you feel a certain way. So I just find, like, poop. The poop makes you feel all, I like, all giddy yeah, inside. The word, let us, yeah, the word poop <laughs> or poop or boop. And we get it. You love poop. Boop. Boop isn't a word. If I was allowed to say that boop is a real word, I would say that's my favorite word, boop. It's, is poop a real word now? Boop. Oh, poop? poop. Is poop? Poop is definitely a word. I guess so. Is boop with a B. This is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which was bound to. But so you know what's happening now is we talked about this before, but semantic satiation is, sure is. kicking in and definitely will. Can you describe to us what semantic satiation is again? Um, before the word semantic satiation actually becomes semantically becomes satiated. Semantically satiated, yeah. Um, semantic satiation is when you repeat a word enough and it seems to lose all meaning to the listener. 
Is that it? Yeah. And it's just like a yeah. jumble of sounds. It just sounds like noises, like yeah. sounds that don't have a meaning. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So if you say a word over and over again, that's what happens. That started to happen to me today when I started thinking about the name Tom Cruise. But it's a name. It's already. Nothing. Even so, everyone thinks, oh, Tom Cruise. But then Tom Cruise. You're so weird. Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Tom Cruise. His name is Tom Cruise. It's still not satiating for me. Tom do it a little bit more. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> okay. Did you want to talk more about that? I, it's all right. I'm done. I don't need to talk about Tom Cruise. No, we can keep talking about Tom Cruise. Just give me a I want to say something about a previous episode oh. about words that we misused. Oh, this is bothering misused, you. Misused. This is misused. Me. This has been bothering you for like a while. For the purposes of listeners, this has been bothering me for exactly two weeks. <laughs> Right? I don't know. Yeah, we said ALS instead of ASL. So American Sign Language, when we're talking to Simone about like clapping versus like doing like jazz hands as clapping for people who are using American Sign Language. You mean when you were crapping on me for not understanding this and you were right. explaining to me as a teacher would? You know what, Josh? Someone with no, knowledge. No, I'm much nicer as a teacher than I am to you when you don't know something. Also, because And you were trying to tell me this is what ALS is. And I believed I you in the moment and ASL. I kept repeating ALS. I know. Yeah, ALS we both kept repeating it. And Simone sat quietly and probably was like i don't feel like she knew and she didn't say anything we know it it's all good she didn't want to make us look bad we can make ourselves look bad we made ourselves look worse or she just didn't notice and maybe nobody would have noticed if i hadn't said anything yeah no als ALS, asl not asl which is a language sign language for the record we had the word right we did say american American sign language language. did we say american sign language? i know we didn't say language sign Yeah, that's true. I feel like I also like wanted to show you that you didn't know something because you said like six times during that episode that Simone was the smartest girl in the class, which is fine. She is. I very happily secede to Simone, but just admit that she's the smartest person in the class. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I can do that. Because if she's smarter than me, but no, I'm just remember we had a di- we had we had a division. <laughs> she's smarter than someone whose favorite word is poo. Then, you know, <laughs> it needs to divide as like kind of guys and girls in the class, right? A little bit. There and... weren't even any smart guys. It's always the girls that are smart. Well, despite our issues in elementary school, he was very smart. Mm, yeah, no, he was. So I also thought like he was super smart. Him and, and I think your intelligence was drowned out by some of your quirks sometimes. <laughs> but you were very, you're intelligent. I don't know. Not as smart as Simone, but nobody is. I'm not, uh, I don't think I could be quantified. Sure. Yeah, let's put it that way. Anyways, <laughs> let's put it that way. we don't have to quantify <laughs> our intelligence. Yeah. But your linguistic intelligence is quite good. So now that you let everybody know we meant to say ASL. <laughs> now I feel better and we can move on. We did a whole episode on words just so Aya could correct herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, puns. We've talked about puns before. We have talked about puns. And I love puns. You apparently don't, even though you named your cat after a pun. You know what? I keep thinking about puns and whether or not I like them. And I think I'll have to admit that I like making them. You're conceding. I'm conceding a little bit. You just don't like that you like them. I think that's the issue. I feel like sometimes when someone makes a pun, I feel like a groan, an inner groan, or I actually do groan. Like, uh, that's the feeling I get. Like a dad joke. Yeah. It's a groaning joke. But we love them. But it's fun to make. You're, what are you, we? What are you, a dad? Are you secretly a dad? Not that I know of. <laughs> or you're saying we as in all people. <laughs> as in all people love them. Yeah, I mean, I think name puns for... We've talked about this. Pet puns, different. I like how you divide up 
the different types of if it's a pet pun because you did that then it's okay (laughs) but if it's something you don't do then it's not now you get it finally you get it finally josh i have a question for you that has nothing to do with puns okay i'm good with that real question here i'm listening sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me do you agree no i don't agree with that you don't agree no, I think words can words can hurt way more, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I that's a crazy thing. Like, I mean, that works as like a as like a little schoolyard taunt to people who are like being or not taunt, a taunt? like a retort to people who are being mean to you. Like, you can't hurt me with your words. Is that really what that is? And maybe sometimes that's true, but yeah, it's when when someone's being a dick to you, you go, you go sticks and stone may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You didn't know, you didn't say that. I know, I know that, but I feel like would have helped you. the purpose of that was, you know, a teacher or a parent will remind you of that to let you know they're just words. Mm. They can't hurt you. And the idea is to remind you that technically it's your words only have power because we give them power. We give them meaning, right? If some, if you swear at me right now in another language and I don't understand what it is you said to me, it doesn't matter how bad the thing you said was, it's not bad to me. Yeah. It's not going to hurt me. Right. They only hurt in so much as it means something to me. Right. So I think it's true partially, but I think it's also kind of to help people realize that if they, if someone's trying to hurt you with words, that you can alter your perception or try to. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way of, I I don't think it's the worst advice to realize that the words don't have to hurt you. But I mean, like, I think the words that we're given can often stay with us longer than a bruise or like a physical pain. Like, oh, yeah. like even your, our teacher calling you, what was it? Like yakety yak, Josh Littman. Yakety yak, Ross Littman. <laughs> Motor mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That stayed with me. Not funny, Josh. These aren't funny jokes. Yeah. Stay with <laughs> you. Stay with me. I like how it's still funny to you, but it makes sense because <laughs> you find poop funny. So <laughs> I, I think it's horrible that a, a teacher name like gave a kid those nicknames. I think that is genuinely like pretty fucked up, but, <laughs> in, but as adults talking about how a teacher called you that in the safe space, that is our podcast. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny objectively. <laughs> it's objectively funny. You look really serious right now, Josh. You're doing your no. like, I'm going to laugh because I want to show that I can take a joke, but it hurts me on the inside. Does it still hurt <laughs> to hear yakety yak, Ross Littman or Motormouth? I'll be honest. I don't like that I'm the person who talks a lot or like talk too much. Like, I don't want to be that guy. So far, I've talked way more than you. It's not what I mean. Yeah, people no, I as a defining feature of me or as something that people identify with me as talking a lot or fast. And I, you know, I know how my brain, my brain, as I've said before, I feel like it works a lot more normally than my mouth. (laughs) One's catching up to the other. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But also I lose what I'm going to say sometimes if I don't get it out faster, or I feel that I do. Maybe there's an anxiety in there. I don't know. And I've done a lot of work to try to minimize that, but it still happens. It comes out at different times. And I'm also a very energetic person, I would say. So there you go. The words episode got more serious. Got real <laughs> intense there. You know what? It's better to have more to say than to have nothing to say. Like you have a lot of opinions. You have a lot of things to say. I have too many opinions. No, you don't. It's good. <laughs> it's nice. Look, we wouldn't, I wouldn't have filled all these episodes just myself. You've got lots of stuff to say. People want to hear it. I wish I could figure out why I'm such a, like you said, like there's different types of intelligence. And I think that's how we described it, but there's the verbal intelligence. 
I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And my dad kind of, you know, analyzed me and, you know, that's like a, it's a thing. It's a way to be intelligent, I guess. But I think like anything, like if that's too big a focus on <laughs> one thing, sometimes it can, I don't know, there's a lack of balance. I mean, I don't know that it's such a, I think you just, you're very energetic. It's almost like all these ideas are floating around in there and they just spill out and you feel like you have to say them or you'll lose it. Yeah. Isn't that it? Yeah, but that that's got to be part of it. That's not so bad. I'm constantly analyzing myself over the years, trying to figure it out. Uh, but obviously when I have a lot more self-awareness in the moment, I'm able to manage that. Like even yourself out. Yeah, yeah of course. But it's kind of like there's other times when you get so into something, you don't have that uh, those boundaries that you can put up. I feel like you're talking very slowly and deliberately right now. Am I? you're like aware <laughs> that we're talking about <laughs> no it's okay we all have our stuff i tell people i say like no we all have things you know i'll be like shut up oh i hate you oh i'm so sorry did i hurt your feelings it's like just pick a side we all have things like for example i'll say shut up i hate you all the time <laughs> it's just a thing you know <laughs> it's just a thing i can't help it yeah yeah self-awareness helps a bit but uh we we, we all have our stuff it, you're fine josh didn't you we also have talked about this a bit but you were always worried about picking the right words. And that's part of why like- That's very true. Sometimes you struggle to get a word out or like have an anxiety about choosing the right word. Yeah, I've talked about this before. My mother was very tough. See, look, I'm picking the right words right now. I know, you're <laughs> pausing, it's good. Yeah, it's like when you're in court and you have to pick the right words, so. Yeah, you're not in court <laughs> right now, it's okay. This isn't a cross-examination. Yeah, but later on it could be used in court, so. That's true. It's getting put out there. Yeah, once you've done something, I'm going to be like, I submit these for evidence against Josh Lippin for talking too much. I don't think I'd be submitting this podcast as evidence. I think someone's <laughs> going to take this podcast and use it against me as evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mother was very tough and, you know, she could punish me on a whim if she just didn't like what I said or the way I said it. So I found myself always trying to say things in exactly the right way, using exactly the right words. And usually I would still get punished anyway. Mm. which might lead one to believe, oh, it doesn't matter what words you use, but no. Yeah. I thought if I just find the right words, if uh, I just say something in exactly the right way, I'll be okay. There's no perfect word. I don't know how you write so much. Like, do you not agonize over the right words when you're writing as much? I mean, I know you do when you write the descriptions to our episodes, but. I do, I do, I do, and I don't, and I do. It depends on the time. Okay. I was just writing with my friend, uh, Jacob, my co-writer. Mm -hmm. It's true. We get into like long tangents sometimes when we're writing a line in our script mm. about a word. Okay. So that does happen. It does happen, but it's not happening like nonstop. Mm. Like we do get through things. That's good. Here's what happened the other day. I wrote in a sentence. I said, she poured over the documents, mm. right? Like P-O-R-E-D? Oh. Yeah, exactly. P-O-R-E-D, poured over the documents. Not P-O-U-R-E. And Jacob said, I'm going to shit on Jacob for a second. <laughs> Sorry, he Jacob. He said it was with a U in it? He was like, Josh, he's the one controlling the, because we're doing it over Zoom mm -hmm. and sharing screen. He was the one controlling the document at the time, so the script. So he just changed it to P-O-U-R-E-D. So clearly I made a mistake. Incorrect. Unless he's pouring water over the documents or something like. And he was like, Josh, you can't say it's poured. It's not poured. Pour is like what you have on your face. Like you have pores. It's also pores. I'm like, that is also a pour, but that is. Yeah. He's like, Josh, just trust me on this. I'm like, no, trust me on this, Jacob. <laughs> and he's like, fine, let's look it up. You want to look it up? Let's look it up. I'm like, please, yeah. let's look it up. And I get to watch him looking it up on his screen. This is great. It's very satisfying. On one hand, I felt bad for him. Yeah, because he was 
being found wrong in the moment you didn't feel bad yeah part of me did and the other part was yes extremely satisfied (laughs) (laughs) it's like I'm happy but I also don't want to be I don't I don't want to induce that feeling in someone you know that I care about right because you know how it feels on the other side when you're wrong yeah yeah so there was a word argument that I had recently there you go like (laughs) word debate I don't know that I've had any word debates recently Uh, yeah I do care a lot about finding the exact right word I don't know what about you are you like that sometimes I remember like when I was learning Spanish it would always like I would get stuck on a word so I kind of learned to like it really hinders fluency if you're if you're always looking for a very specific word because you're not going to have the specific words in another language especially Mm. so I started trying to be a little more like not loosey-goosey like I still adaptable a little more adaptable or like if I didn't know a word, I just say the English word and just keep talking. And you still overall maintain like the sense of fluency, but like, yeah. So like in English when speaking, not really, I've tried not to care because it really, then I stop too much and I sound like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Cause it's all these pauses when writing, like in a first draft, I'll just do, 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 do. And when I don't know what word to use, or I'm like, I know this isn't the right word yet, but I won't, I don't want to like interrupt my flow. I'll just write a word, like a, a filler word mm-hmm. and either put slashes in more words or do that. And put, I always put an asterisk to say like, this isn't the right word. I'm going to come back to it later. So then later I'll look it up in thesaurus and be like, is that the right word? Is that the right word? Oh, there's the word I was looking for. That's mm. the word that perfectly. So but if I did that constantly, like it would take me forever to write anything. And this is like, I'm talking about academic stuff, although I know I'm also using that yeah. for like fiction, but yeah, like it does bother me. That reminds me, um, how's your novel coming, Aya? Oh, shut up. No, actually. So I, <laughs> I started and I was like starting cold because I hadn't worked on it in months. You did tell me you were going to work on it. Like I did work on it. Very recently. Part so of my working work on, on it. it was a different kind of working on it than you would want to hear about. Wait a second. You said you were going to message me when you were I, working on no, it. Okay, I let's clarify one thing. I don't I know that you you mean this well, but I don't want you checking in on me because then I feel like I have You don't want me being your accountability buddy? No, don't be my accountability buddy right now. <laughs> when I'm in I'll let you know when I want you back in the accountability buddy role and I appreciate it. But right now, I mean like Wait, when did I lose it? I didn't know. I got you kicked didn't out. Lose it. I just No, you didn't lose it. I'm just <laughs> I lost putting, the job. I'm, I'm pausing your Are you accountability firing me? buddy. Yeah. Suspension without just, pay. Suspension without pay. <laughs> It just like it was a job without pay. So yeah, it's also <laughs> suspension without pay. Yeah, because right now I'm I'm doing like backstory stuff and like outlining. And I know I already had an outline, but I kind of changed certain things. One about cults, right? It's not about cults, but the girl, the main character has the background of being in a cult. So another thing that I've been doing is reading memoirs of growing up in a cult. So I got like a stack of books and I read one like for the past few days. You can't just dive into personal experience for that. <laughs> what cult have I been in, Josh? No. Cult of the Jewish day school or what? The Hebrew day school cult. No, it's not Hebrew day school cult. No. So I, I mean, I just like to have more stuff to take from. And I also, I've been watching like masterclass videos with Margaret Atwood where she talks about different, because I've never taken a creative writing class other than in high school. And I feel like there's things I need to think about that I haven't really been thinking about. So hmm. I don't know if I'm procrastinating or if I'm preparing, but I have felt a lot more like inspired. So this has nothing to do with words. As long as you keep moving forward. I keep moving forward. Yes. And I have, I have lots more notes and things like that. So I'm trying to do the same I already have a process that I used for writing like nonfiction for school. So I think I'm just going to use 
that same process, which is that yeah, why not? I gather a bunch of books, I go through them until I feel like enough and I have all the little bookmarks and I have all the notes and then I never get stuck because I always have more mm -hmm. to draw from. It's not for just like me and the page. It's like me and all these books. As long as you actually get to that point where you start writing it. Yeah. Well, I, I should. I, I hope so. I want to do that before I start school again in September. So cool. But I won't be your accountability buddy. No, you. <laughs> oh, Josh, you, now you're acting like you got fired from something. Listen, it's more that I <laughs> it was putting a pressure that I wasn't ready for at the moment. But when I'm in it again, I will ask you for that accountability buddiness. I like how I'm making it all about me. Well, yeah. Yeah, Josh, it's not about you. You narcissist. No, you're not a narcissist. <laughs> okay, so the novel is coming along. That's enough about me. Yeah, and how's your writing? You've got writing stuff going on. Is this interesting to people? I don't know. Like, I find it interesting. It's all that matters. That I'm talking about my non-written novel. I feel like one of those jerks who's just like, I'm writing a novel and you know, we all have our moments where it's like, oh, it's going to be terrible. Like, why am I writing this? Also, one of the memoirs that I just read about like, a, and it actually wasn't really about a cult as much as it was just like an abusive childhood, but it was very interesting anyways, but really not well written, which is part of why I could read it so quickly because when something's badly written, I kind of like- Just read it quick. Yeah, I read it quickly because I don't like sit and like analyze this. You don't pour over? Sentence. I don't pour- <laughs> Over every word? P-O- re over every word like oh how did they put those beautiful words together and i think we've talked about this we're both slow readers when it's good yeah yeah i mean i am like that yes i won't move ahead or move forward until i've taken in the until i've comprehended everything yeah. fully i don't just rush through the page no which also means when i'm tired i take even longer because i just keep reading the same thing over and over again yeah i mean i feel like i pause a lot when i'm like Sometimes my brain is like trying to skip ahead because it's like, I want to know what happens. And then it's like, wait, 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 savor it. It's like, if something's well-written, I like, I want to catch every word. I want to see how they're writing. I want to see how they're putting all the words together. I want to see their little word choices. Mm -hmm. The use of adverbs. Oh, can we talk about adverbs for a second? I'm way too excited about this episode. This is going to be a two hour episode. I'm so sorry. No. no, it won't be. I'm just kidding. So remember when initially, like why we started that adverb thing? Because I was like, no, no, adverbs are bad. I think I read in a Stephen King book on writing, like the use. I also read that book, by the way, which I'm very oh, you proud did? to say. Well, I listened to it on audio an audio book, but still. Okay. People call that reading these days. <laughs> I did it while I was running. I would run and listen to Stephen King's oh, on writing. Man. I don't know. Honestly, I wish I could absorb audiobooks the same. I can't like I podcasts fine, but like audiobooks, I'm like, I, I just want to see it. I don't like someone reading it to me. Anyways. So you remember he says something about adverbs and how they shouldn't be used as copiously as something like that. Yeah. You shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't use them copiously. Is that what you were saying? Is Using that an adverb? That works, right? <laughs> <laughs> Willy nilly. Yeah, it's true. You shouldn't use an overabundance of adverbs, especially when they're not necessary. Mm. Like a lot of adverbs aren't necessary. They're just flowery language. I agree with that, but they can be fun. Is it not a stylistic choice, though, too? Because, like, then I was trying to pay attention. And I was like, these people use tons of adverbs. They're good writers. Like, I don't know. I go back and forth on the adverb situation. A lot of things are subjective, too. That's just one person's opinion. I think, obviously, it holds weight and truth in certain contexts, just other ones are more subjective yeah also can i just point out this is the last thing i'll say and then you talk about things because i'm I, I feel like no. i don't know we've had a few people on that when we say like you choose the adverb and they're like can you remind me what an adverb is yeah we've had people come on and be like what's can you remind me what an adverb yeah. is yeah yeah so it's kind of funny because like we sit around obsessing over it and then forget that like this is not part of a lot of people's main thinking 
Like if you're not well, to be fair, or maybe it is. It's not that it isn't. They might not be able to categorize the words that they use or see, but they see adverbs all the time. They see them. They kind of inherently know what an adverb is. Maybe like when I teach my students, like in first year, I'll teach them parts of a, of a sentence. I'll be like, "What's the subject? What's the verb? Mm-hmm. What's the object?" Like they don't know. Yeah, people don't, don't break know down those. sentences like that. Who doesn't? People just in general. Yeah, people don't know those things. And if they did, they don't remember. I can hardly remember. I think they should have taught us that better. They barely taught us that in, in school, to be honest. I think I learned that more when I was learning other languages than I when I was learning English. Half my arguments with Jacob while uh, writing also involved us writing a sentence where we'll say, I'll just come up with a line here. Like, you know, he sat on the chair punching a man or something. And he'll be like, is the chair punching the man? So aggressive. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, he's he's punching. Well, you can't. And we always have to figure out, okay, did we write this correctly so that oh. we know that it's the person doing the thing or the object that they're interacting with? Oh, huh. Interesting. I forget what that's called. It's like subject, it's subject verb confusion or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know how common that is in writing, like accidentally. I don't, I feel like you wouldn't make that mistake, but I don't know. I know it just happens a lot, especially because we're always trying to condense the number of words that we have in a page mm. to have less pages. We want to get all our scripts down to about 60 pages. So you're writing a screenplay, right? Yes. So those are things that aren't necessarily read out loud. They're things that are like stage directions or? Um, you still read the screenplay. I mean, it, until it gets made, it's okay. it's got to be read and you want it to be succinct and you want it to read well. You want it to be exciting. Did you say succinct? Yeah, succinct. 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 Is it succinct or succinct? I say succinct. Oh, oh boy. Oh my God. It's getting so meta. <laughs> you got to look it up now, don't you? Yeah. Do you say successor or successor? Success. Succinct. Oh, now I'm typing in success instead of succinct. <laughs> am I like Jacob? Am I about to be proven wrong? No, I have no idea. I, I don't there's know. Nine, I'm curious. There's nine pronunciations. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to bet that one of them is my way? Oh, there you go. Ooh. Boom. First one. Succinct. Oh, second one too. No, no, that's just the one. I don't know. It says nine pronunciations, but I only see one here. Oh, here, British. <laughs> they're all yours you know what they all have uh one thing in common succinct <laughs> all right let's try a different website you know how i said i felt a little bad with jacob <laughs> i don't feel bad at all with you for some i wasn't reason. saying I just... that you're wrong i was just curious full success success i feel in using that word success succinct no i'm i'm happy i learned something i'm not this wasn't uh did you say that and you're wrong it was a i'm curious that's why i don't feel bad i know that you learned something and i got to feel like i won oh okay good (laughs) so even in french no in french yeah the end of it changes but it's still got the yeah still got that that makes sense succinct i thought it was succinct oh what is that? that that's uk no what is that no that's us here who says that one english here listen succinct so there is a version of that out there so that's us let's play uk okay irish i'm thinking you're taking it mainly from the irish <laughs> succinct no irish and us it says scottish southern us southern succinct so you sound whoa, like a hick it? okay okay hey whoa 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 oh jamaican and jamaican all right so i'm sorry do you want to correct that so both are correct. I said originally, maybe it's one of those nine pronunciations is yours. Yeah, I know. It just it wasn't ones. playing all of them on the other one. And this is a more, the other one, Forvo is just people record their pronunciations of words or they find different ones. This is word mm-hmm. reference, which is a little more. Anyways, I'm so sorry. I mean, you can say it that way, but it's kind of like the Boston accent, right? People call it an accent, but it's really just a bunch of people saying things wrong. 
<laughs> a dick. <laughs> All right. Anyway, as I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that was quite the. Let's um... see if I can even remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> scripts and stuff that I write with Jacob. Like we try to lower the number of words, make what we're saying more succinct. Succinct. <laughs> but we have a lot of. Then we get a lot of debates about. We start making our sentences as succinct as possible and that involves you know changing things around and then you start going okay do we have any subject verb confusion or is it all is that what it called subject verb confusion anyway something like that i guess so like if you don't know which subject is acting on the verb like in that exactly or maybe subject object confused well yeah no because you were saying the man in the chair yeah punching but like it's not the chair punching it's the man so i guess it's the yeah. subject so you don't know which one's the subject even though the verb is clearly punching i don't know who cares yeah it's all just words it's all just semantics 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 yeah remember it's semantics i not so semantics what what oh fuck you <laughs> I remember in high school, like I had an English teacher that was like stupid feminist. Oh, he didn't say it like this, but it was essentially the. It's what you heard in your head. Saying. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Stupid feminists. They want to spell woman, woman with a Y instead of, so it doesn't have the word man. In it. And I was like, that's a fucking great idea, man. I don't understand the problem with this. Why are you such a dick? Here's the thing about words. They'd come into play, not because there's some like Bible on words out there. What people do and use becomes it's called the dictionary, but yeah. I know, but, but I'm yes, saying, no, you're right, you're right. You're I'm right. not saying the dictionary no, was right. found somewhere at the beginning of time. It says, guys, this is how we say all the words. I mean, neither was the Bible, but okay. The dictionary was made because everybody says things that the way that they say them, yeah. that they choose and agree on saying them to the best of their ability. And then we write the book on it. That's right. And the book can change because we change what we do. And so yeah. there are a lot of fights going on like over words and what words mean, because those are those are battles. And whoever wins, that it gets put in the dictionary. Yeah, there's a name for that, like, argument. It's like use dictates. You know what I'm talking about. Like, there's a whole argument about whether or about when something goes in the dictionary. Like, how much does it have to be in use? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, I think it's generally accepted that language evolves and how people use a word is how it. Yeah. Every year they announce all the new words that are entering the dictionary right. because of their use. And yeah, so there are a lot of battles out there. Some of these battles are very serious. You know, they change laws, right? Laws are all about words too. The laws that we have, you know, the words are very, very important, just like in a court of law. The words that you use, that's why I say following something to the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. Like if you do or don't could be the difference between whether you spend years in jail. <laughs> hmm. So do words matter? Yeah. They do. Okay, so we answered our first question. <laughs> there we go. We just answered our first question. I was just thinking about that, though. Like, what's an example right now of a fight over words? And I think a lot of people don't realize these are fights over words more than anything else. When people are talking about the definition of a man and a woman, the transgender, you know, there's discussion there. There are people out there who are trying to say, like, I want to take rights away from people and, and stuff like that. That aspect aside, I think one of the big arguments is over the words themselves. When we say woman or man or male or female, or are we talking about sex or gender? People want it to have a specific meaning and they want it to be the meaning that they think it should be and not. Well, is it? yeah. So things have traditionally meant certain things, or maybe some things were a little bit mm -hmm. vague in the past, mm -hmm. right? So people are saying, this is what the word means. I've seen a lot of articles that say, this is what a word means. Mm -hmm. Why don't people understand that? And I always find those articles interesting. Like <laughs> it means it, it depends. If most people don't think a word means something, then it might not mean that thing anymore, or it might not have ever meant it. Mm -hmm. For example, I always think of the word antisocial. 
right? A lot of people think that not being social is you're being antisocial. It is used that way a lot. Yeah. It's used that way a lot to the point where I looked it up and that's actually one of the definitions of it. But I remember you telling this this in elementary school. Did I? That's not the meaning of antisocial. Antisocial actually means like you have a negative personality trait that means, I don't know, you talked. I, I remember you teaching us this. Antisocial, like antisocial personality disorder yeah. is like you're violent. That was it. You know, it's not just not being social. You're aggressive and violent and disruptive so asocial is what people asocial mean. yeah asocial I, re- I learned that so early from you like you were so insistent like you would make fun of us anytime we were like i'm antisocial and you'd be like actually and we're like oh josh <laughs> i can't believe i was the actually guy i was the actually actually can't you believe that or are you sure put my one finger up actually i mean you and will shared that actually role I think. Yeah, considering we should have been much better friends. Yeah, well, no, because <laughs> there's only room for one actually guy at a classroom that, that size. Actually, yeah. the asocial and antisocial. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, so you're saying that the meaning of it changes because people use it enough to mean asocial that is antisocial. Yeah. Like people, if everybody knows what you mean, then yeah. what is the meaning of the word? And I'm not taking any stances right now on this podcast, man, woman, transgender. I'm just oh, bringing just up that say, that's, yeah. I'm just bringing up that this is the discussion it's not hard to take a stance on it. I'm just saying it? fundamentally, it, it's about words. I mean, and then once we understand, not all of the not all of the discussions are about words. Wow, it's a mind uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, just say, like I mean, yeah, it's just like there are people saying things like, "Oh, if you don't have a vagina, you're not a woman," and it's like, or like if you don't have a uterus, and it's like, what about people with who've had hysterectomies? Are they and not women either? Like it gets blurry. I think just let people decide what they are. Fuck off. Why is everybody such a dick about it? Or not everybody's a dick about it. I also agree that people can decide where they are, but that is a different argument than what's going in the dictionary, right? And depending on what's in the dictionary are how laws are then formed. Right. Laws are formed around. So it's actually in many ways a pretty serious discussion because then it entails who uses what bathrooms, like people have been talking about that and Mm. sports and things like, you know. Can I read you the dictionary definition of woman? Sure, probably has more than one definition. An adult female human being. Okay, what's female? (laughs) Sometimes the dictionary just gives you synonyms. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, that's just the like Google. Well, I think that's Oxford dictionary definition. I don't know. Whatever. It's like, what's a female, an adult human woman? An adult woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Sea woman. Yeah, no, but you bring up a good point. Like it is, we're not just using words to communicate with each other. We're using words to agree on laws and to agree on common ideas of what things are. Yeah. We're trying to describe reality. We're trying to agree on what we see reality is. Yeah. Yeah. And well, here's where it gets tricky when people have different views of reality. Right. It's actually amazing that we're as in agreement as we are, if you ask me. Hmm. Are we? I don't agree with you. I don't agree with any of the things you've been saying about anything on reality. Like, I don't even agree that that was a painting <laughs> that you held in your hand. It's not a painting. It's a print. So it's, uh, no. <laughs> and also when people, like I said, use the wrong words frequently, again, it just starts to become... There's also colloquial. What does it mean to, for something to be a colloquial use? Like colloquialisms? Yeah. It just means they're used in common language and not necessarily like, it's more like everyday language, not like formal language. or It's not formal. It's proper, more informal, not proper. Informal. So it might even be wrong. It might be wrong. Yeah. It might be slang. I don't know about wrong, but it might be the stuff you find in Urban Dictionary, right? Like, <laughs> But by the way, is Urban Dictionary really a dictionary? <laughs> not really. But it, I mean, 
think you learn a lot. Yeah, I mean, slang is another big thing because like that's something that might eventually get into the dictionary, right? Right. Things that we think are not words, just give it some time if people say it enough. Yeah. Oh man, I was hanging out with, well, I wasn't hanging out with my students, but I saw some of my students after the exam and they used all these words that I didn't know. And I was like, I'm old. Like, I don't know, this kid said something was vibes. And I was like, okay, I can figure out what that one means. I kind of forget (laughs) some of the others, but they were so like, it was so obvious that I was a different generation at that point. Cause I was like, (laughs) I don't know what anybody's talking about right now. So when I was younger, I remember when I was younger, but like my brother would say all these words I'd never heard of. My Just two years younger than me. Yeah. My brother would say a bunch of stuff and I'd be like, you sound like a weirdo. Like, what are you saying? (laughs) And then like a year or two later, the things he was saying would like everyone was saying them. And I realized, Mm -hmm. oh, potheads are ahead of everybody on word usage. (laughs) They're in the know of the new words that are going around. And then that eventually spreads to the general population. Mm -hmm. It's like anything, like it has to kind of- Everything starts at the potheads. It starts at the top. It starts at the at the highest levels. The high, the high, uh, high you highest see what level. I did there? Yeah. Oh, it was so good, Aya. That's good. It's good. That was, that was clever. If we were to end the podcast now, we'd be ending it on a high note. Oh yes. Well, but I have a question get... for you, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Swear word. You look high right now. Is your lap? Are you high? No, I'm not. I was joking that I'll go get high. No, I'm. Oh, okay. I obviously that's a joke. No, I'm tired. <laughs> I, I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm a little bit sleepy, so my eyes are right. Red. Are you are sleepy red? for any particular reason? It's 10 o'clock. Sure. And I'm an adult. I'm 33 <laughs> years old, 10 p.m. You're an adult human female woman. I'm an adult human female woman. <laughs> and I'm getting sleepy. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not I'm not stoned. I don't know why you would suggest that, Josh. <laughs> are you? Are you stoned? <laughs> Me, no. Are you high right now? Otherwise, I'd know all the most recent words. <laughs> 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 does that that just imbues you with it imbues you with all the newest words mm-hmm. or no it's like pre-word oh i know what your favorite word is that you don't know is your favorite word but you use besides it besides my favorite word <laughs> yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your favorite word your favorite word is nuance mm. you use nuance you haven't used it yet this episode but i swear every other episode like everybody who's listening to this go back and listen to every episode and make <laughs> sure that you find josh saying nuance could do like a josh bingo first of all i'm not ashamed of that that's a great it's not my favorite word but obviously i use it a lot i also use the word empathy a lot you've said the same thing and also the word contrast i get a lot from other people but i say that more when i'm talking about you know in my industry i bring up the word contrast i haven't heard that as much so much so that a whole painting was i would if i made you a painting i would name it nuance i would call it the nuance of contrast no and empathy i would call it empathy <laughs> empathetic nuance of contrast or empathetically nuanced contrast or so anyway the thing i was gonna ask you <laughs> okay i'm so sorry <laughs> no don't be sorry you have a favorite swear word curse word profanity uh poo no i'm just kidding it's not profanity <laughs> oh i do but it's not in english can i share it though yeah okay <laughs> in spanish from Spain because every country has their own slang and every area kind of has their own slang they have all these like really catholic background swear words and there's a whole like series of swear words that's like I shit on something so it's like me cago me cago I shit on something so <laughs> me cago en la mierda I shit on the shit me cago en tu puta madre I shit on your whore of a mother <laughs> my favorite though that's fun <laughs> me cago en la hostia which i just find hilarious la hostia is the communion wafer i shit on the communion wafer 
what? <laughs> I find that very entertaining. So me cago en la hostia. I think that's my favorite. It's pretty good. And maybe other than that, in English, maybe cunt. I don't know. It's a good one because people react to it. Cunty cunt. You didn't react. I was kind of hoping you would react to that. Well, that word. So speaking of swear words, you're talking, obviously, you already went to another language when telling me your favorite swear words. And I have a, I think in English, swear words are not so bad anymore. Like in general, most most swear words are not as, like if you use a swear word or a curse word or whatever in other languages, they still hold a lot of meaning to a lot of people. But if you say fuck, like we think, oh, you shouldn't say that, but it doesn't really feel bad. It just kind of feels. But that's because we're older now. But even So swear words have lost that like. Yeah, but that's what you're. But when you're little, it's like, I said fuck. I know, I know. Like even. That's when you're little, when you're told it's a bad word. But do you say fuck around your parent or like? I, no, I. <laughs> around, <your dad. laughs> around my one parent. I got it. It went through your brain right there. <laughs> it's just like, oh, wait, like your parent who would care because dads don't care as much. But he wouldn't care. I don't, I don't do know. It. Do you say fuck to your like elderly relatives? No, I don't generally say okay. that. But so it still has some kind of something. I'm not saying it has no meaning, but I'm saying that it's so much more mild, I feel like, in English. There are a few mm, words that I still are, that do hold a lot of deep, harsh meaning still, right? Like the N-word. I can't say that word. I won't say that word. I can say, you know, cunt is a pretty bad word, but I, I can still kind of say it. Yeah, I don't even know why it's a bad word. Like That one still has a lot of meaning, though. It just means vagina, right? Like. Yeah, it still has some meaning. I can I just say though, like in English, the words are very like kapoom. It's like very they're very like yeah, it's like flowery. Me, me cago en la hostia. That almost could I could be saying that's a phrase though. I love flowers. Yeah. Well, coño is cunt, but even that's oh. like a little nicer. But like cunt. Fuck. I said cunt way too many times. My favorite that I learned is in Chinese, if I recall. Oh, let's hear it. Chow ni diet. Chow needs a diet. Not chow, is it no. I'm probably saying it badly, but somebody might understand. It basically means like, fuck your father's older brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so specific. I like the specific. That's I when like the specific too. It's when they're specific. It's like, why your father's older brother? Like someone. Yeah, I love this that. There's probably an honor thing in there somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, I like the fenestrate for the same reason. It's so specific. <laughs> Can I tell you a, a funny swear word story? Okay. Okay. So my mom was swearing at her brother when she was little. So a lot of the swear words in Hebrew come from Arabic. So she said, mm -hmm. and kus is like vagina and ochta, it's like a chotach. Wait, it is? So whenever you eat couscous? <laughs> oh yeah, that's another side story. Whenever we would eat couscous, my dad would go, I love kus. <laughs> oh my god it's disgusting I, I know what you're saying just because it's you know, nobody wants to hear their parents saying that shit so like it wouldn't mean anything to me because it's another it doesn't yeah. you hebrew in the family probably was still well hebrew it's not it's arabic but yeah well yeah, yeah. but they still yeah. use arabic swear words in hebrew as you're yeah. saying yeah exactly yeah so my mom she was younger she didn't know what it meant but she just said Kusohta to her brother and she was saying your sister's vagina <laughs> to her brother so my grandma starts laughing like you're insulting yourself <laughs> <laughs> which i think is funny also just imagine like a tiny version of my mom saying that isn't that funny <laughs> see, i can see why it's funny yeah like a little child because you know her and she's an adult now yeah so that was my side story i'm sorry yeah so your favorite swear words come from another language we were pointing that out and mine also i think probably comes from another language i mean i love yeah. saying fuck fuck is a fun word yeah i love stringing english swear words together but they're 
they're fun and they're funny. They don't generally hurt that much. Fuckity fuck fuck. Yeah, it's just. But you just admitted that there are words that you won't say because they have a history. Oh my gosh, you're like, you're so so black and white about this. Nuance, Aya. (laughs) Oh my God. No, I'm just saying that there are. I'm not saying that they have no extra meaning. I'm saying. I just don't agree with you. I think. They don't have the weight that swear words do in other languages. That's what I'm trying to say. I think it's the, it's usually the opposite for people. Like if someone says a swear word in another language, it means nothing to me because I don't, I don't. No, it doesn't mean anything to you. I didn't grow up feeling like that's a bad word. Oh my God. You're not hearing me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I have already said yes. It doesn't mean anything to you, but. For people who speak that language, so people in those other countries speaking those languages, swear words to them, those swear words tend to be a lot worse when it's like, oh my God. But if someone says like, fuck you here in English, I don't think it has as much weight to an English speaker. I think if you said fuck you to a random person, that would have some weight. If I just walked up to some woman. Uh, Yeah, but I don't think the word itself is that. I could say screw you and it'd still be kind of, that's more of me going up to a random person and saying something mean or not nice. I don't agree with you, but I don't want to argue anymore. (laughs) I'm not saying it doesn't have weight. It does. I think in the English language and the way that it's been circulated, you know, it doesn't have the same, it doesn't have the mystery to it anymore. You know, as kids, it still had some mystery to us. So it was pretty bad, Mm. but it's lost that, it's lost the mystique. I think in this language, except for a few words, you know, the really bad ones. Again, if someone calls someone the N word, it's like, oh my God, I don't feel that about a lot of words, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's what to me is a swear word. It's like, it's saying something, it's cursing. It's something horrible. Hmm. You don't agree. Okay. I think maybe I'm not, maybe I'm too tired to get it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to say that I don't agree because maybe I'll listen to this later and be like, oh, I see what he meant. Oh, okay. So let's say maybe I'll come to that conclusion later. But right now, you know what, Aya? I disagree. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's mean. I I felt that. I don't know. You're laughing right now. I'm laughing out of like, the context of it. You swore at me. Yeah. I feel a little bad now. That's true. Exactly. What if I said like, fuck your dead cunt whore of a mother? Oh my God. <laughs> Please, I need to end it on this. This is, this can't get any better than this. <laughs> I know you that is not, that is not going out. That is staying in the podcast forever and ever. I say it. I don't want it recorded forever. This is context you're giving that I, maybe I'll delete this part. <laughs> I think I should just open on you saying that. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. But I just proved you wrong though. You felt that, didn't you? <laughs> Obviously you could string a bunch of, you could say horrible things to people. But it was the words that I used. It's a string of words together. As a, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm just saying in English, I'm just comparing to other languages and the mystique that the swear words have. That's that's all I'm no, saying. No, the mystique like, have the swear words for you because you don't know the language yet. So it's like, ooh. But like once you've heard it enough. I would say even another, I don't know, my, I could be wrong. But Are you my, just saying that we have less poetic? Is that what you're saying? Like our, our swear no. words are less poetic? No, I just don't think it has the same reaction to most English speakers that swear words do in other languages to those i think we got quite a reaction from my little swear words there i think it's more the i don't know if it was just the words but (laughs) it was the words it was the use of those words together and the content everything but that's what a good swear word does (laughs) it really takes it all together hits it in like a really like an untouchable area i want to put up like a promotional clip of this episode and it's just you saying that and then say tune in Josh, oh, I'm man. professional. I can't have that mm-hmm. out there. Too late. Uh, yeah. You know what else words are good for? Yeah. What? Oh, 
You know why they're powerful? Why? Casting spells. That's true. Lumos. Expelliarmus. Achio phone. I always like whenever I want something that's on the other side of the room, I'll be like Achio phone. Is it Asio? It's Achio. Asio? I don't know. I don't know. This is the same issue. I don't know either. Fucking hell, Josh. I need to look it up. No, don't look it up. We're done. That's it. (laughs) Wow. Expelliarmus. I don't think we've ever done an episode where you want to end before I do. Wow. How to say Achio. Akio, I send forth. Okay, whatever. You know what? It doesn't matter, Josh. It doesn't. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> Autocorrect. Judging people by use of their oh, I don't need any of this. Oh, judging people. Learning new words. Do you judge people by the use of their words, Aya? Sometimes. I mean, if it's their first language, I don't judge them. I assess them. I especially don't if it's not their first language. No, if it's not their first language, I don't. But if it's someone's first language and they use certain words, they should know better. It's not even like they should know better. It's just like their use of certain words gives me an idea of the kind of person they are. Mm. So people who use like, oh, it's synergy. I don't know. That's a terrible example. But words like that, that are very like buzzwordy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, you're like a salesy type. You read a lot of self-help. You do a lot of this. I tells you a lot about I that. have a sense of the kind of person they are. Or even when people use utilize i'm like are you insecure why don't you just use use it has the same exact meaning like it's fine it's not always the exact same meaning i want to point out no you're you're, maybe you're right maybe that's not the best example but i think it's fairly similar i agree i only judge more if i think that the person themselves are they're like a judgmental person Uh then i look at their words and i go you're one to talk so first you judge whether they're judgmental and then you decide yeah and then you're like okay I can judge you. Yeah, I just don't like hypocrisy. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're only judging them for being judgmental. So now that I've said that I judge other people by words, now you can judge me. Exactly. You, for example, I would absolutely judge if you messed up there, 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 or your, your. Mm. Affect (laughs) effect. I mean, that's more in writing. Affect effect. That one happens a lot. I don't like when I see that. It's true. I don't judge a person, but I don't like seeing those mistakes. It's a problem. I don't know. It's like once you know what something is, if you see the wrong thing, it bothers you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, so I was... One of those cult memoirs I was reading, it wasn't an actual cult memoir, but the memoir I was reading, I don't know if they didn't have an editor or something. Like there weren't that many mistakes, but there were enough that like, I'm such a, I have a problem. So I took a pencil and it was just bothering me to like have those errors there. So I took a pencil and I was like correcting things. So I fixed affect defect. I was like, I can't look at this. <laughs> yeah. And there's a few other little things like that, that I was just like. I mean, I definitely don't judge someone if they're dyslexic, for example. We don't often realize that some people mess up words because mm. they have a disorder, I guess, right? I'm curious about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, their brains literally see words as jumbled up and they make That's mistakes tough. more often. That's got to be tough. Yeah. Way to end the episode on a down note, Josh. <laughs> the last thing that talk, words with positive connotations versus negative connotations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this chart here and it starts with the title is your words matter and it gives you like a list of things that are instead of this try this i think it's talking about oh this is like for parenting and teaching tips so instead of be quiet try can you use a softer voice instead of calling a kid motor mouth try wow you have a lot of words instead of wait is that actually on there <laughs> I did try to say it in a reading voice so that you'd think it was. I was like, wait a second, she's not saying this as smoothly as <laughs> instead of what a mess, try it looks like you had fun. How can we clean up? Instead of do you need help, try I'm here to help if you need me. Instead of I don't know. Do you want me to read more of these? <laughs> The point is, there are negative ways of getting your point across and you can try more positive ways. It'll be more effective because words have power, they have meaning. And depending what you use, you can get, you can more get what you want. Obviously, there are people out there who 
really understand this. And those are manipulative people who actually can use their words to very ill effect. I don't know if you've come across anybody like that, Aya, who has a way with words to manipulate you. Silver-tongued. <laughs> I know immediately we're all thinking of those charming, like, mm -hmm. oh, they manipulated me into kissing them or something. I just mean like even you find yourself in horrible situations because they know they're, they have a way with words. Mm. That's what we call people like that. We, I guess we often think of them as charming. Hmm. They have a way with words, but being charming doesn't mean you're actually a good person. Right. There's also people out there, by the way, who are terrible with words <laughs> and they're not necessarily bad people, <laughs> yeah. but it takes a while to understand that. Because I think, you know, I was reading this too, of course, words are powerful tools of expression when used effectively, but you can also sabotage yourself or others when using them ineffectively. And it's mm. important to remember that. Yeah. And I think what you're bringing up here is... Ineffectively. Effectively, In not effectively. effectively. Yeah, People should know the difference. That was a joke, Josh. Okay. No, it was a great joke. It was a word joke. Itik chortu. Oh, this is a swear word I learned from my grandmother. We were driving and I said, teach me some Russian. And she said, and I said, what does that mean? And she says, it means go to hell. So the whole time we were driving home, I told everybody to go to hell. I saw some comedian talking about, he was saying how someone was arguing that cunt was like a worse word than the N-word. What? And he was like, I know it's not a worse word than the N-word. He's like, you know how I know? You're saying the N word. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you won't Seriously. say it. Yeah. There are words, by the way, they've lost complete meaning over time. Like if I call you a kike, do you care? I still feel that one. You I don't, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why you guys don't remember when I wrote that in our group chat <laughs> and I thought it would get more of a response and it didn't. I was like, guys, I just used the word kike. What's going on? <laughs> why are you not responding to it? It was a hilarious joke as well. And nobody responded. But yeah. It sounds like a kite mixed with a dyke exactly but it's a kike it just sounds fun it doesn't have zero meaning to me it's apparently a, yeah. for a lot of people may not even know it's a bad word for jews it's supposed to be like the n-word for jews but most people don't even know that anymore well i don't know let's okay our new poll will be do you know what the word <laughs> does the word kike sound like a bad word to you or not does it just sound like kike and dike so that really i, I noticed when i said kike. you're a kike did you feel that does it bother you yeah Really? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know why. It's so funny. It has zero meaning to me. I don't know. I know. That's why nobody responded to my hilarious joke. <laughs> I assume. You're not admitting that my joke was funny. I mean, Josh, you know how insecure I am about my hilarious Maybe if you try it a few more times. This isn't about me. Maybe if I mention it like six more times, like I've already mentioned it 15 times. For the record, Josh. what you're bringing up, by the way, is so you, me, Daniel Botner, we've had on, mm -hmm. Amanda was it Amanda? No, not no, Amanda. She was in Amanda. I don't know why. We should have included And Pierce Safeman. You, Dan, and Pierce. Yeah, because we met up with a guy to talk about our experiences. Our experiences in the Hebrew Day School. I was like, oh, this could be a whole episode of Adulthood Friends. We had yeah. all of us on Zoom together chatting about our experiences. Yeah, we should have had Amanda too. I mean, Dan just invited who he knew, I guess. But yeah, we talked about horrible. her. It's the same thing, right? Oh, yeah, we did. It's exactly the same thing. Talking about someone who isn't there. We used our words. We used our words. But yeah. You know, when someone says, like, use your words. Mm -hmm. You know, when they're not able to express themselves in a yeah, when a kid's like, <laughs> you know, like use your words. It's considered like a mature thing to be able to use your word, which I think is just another way of saying learn to fucking communicate. Like <laughs> communicate. Like, yeah. Communication is key. Yeah, words ultimately are about communication. And communication is. is key in so many things, Josh. It is, Aya. Relationships, it's the cornerstone of Cornerstone. The cornerstone <laughs> of relationship. You don't get away with it in this episode. <laughs> I don't get away with it anyway. Anytime I say something wrong, you're like cornerstone. Oh, oh my 
No, I mean, obviously it seems like such a, oh, we talked about words today, but it, it's really just the building blocks of the most important way of us connecting with other human beings. Yeah. We're supposed and to communicate reality. and connect exactly and sharing our reality because without them, we lose a very important way of communicating and thereby connecting with others yeah. and we'll be very alone. We'll just be like a bunch of cats. Well, isn't language what separates humans from other species as well? It's apparently one of the big, yeah, you know. Well, now we're talking about language, not just words, but yeah. I was just going to say even, mem not just that, even memory, right? Hmm. If you think about your earliest memories, from what I, I don't know if this is always the case, but in general, a lot of our earliest memories are ones that we could actually describe with words. Mm. If we couldn't describe what we, in our minds, like we often, a lot of us have a, I think most of us. Oh, like when you're pre-verbal or something. Well, I'm saying like most of us have a narration in our own head, right? We hear the words in our head, even if it's not coming out. What do they call it? Like it's a. Inner dialogue. An internal monologue. Internal monologue. Okay. Yeah. You know, as soon as you start having that, you need words for that, right? <laughs> and that will help seal things into memory when you picture, can picture 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 you know. some people probably have internal monologues that are pictures a series of pictures sure but like you, you just still or a graphic novel but that has words. Still, but when you remember things you remember them with words usually too if you, if you see a picture you described it with words mm. yeah very important mm -hmm. <laughs> it is it's important <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut out your yawns so that people don't feel <laughs> tired listening to the episode i'm so sorry i got tired <laughs> that's why i'm talking so much i talk more when i'm sleepy that's okay this has been another episode of Adulthood Friends. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you like to listen. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and anywhere you like to listen. Wordle. Wordle. You can listen to us on Wordle. No, you can't. No, you cannot. Liar. What a good. Yeah, so follow us on Facebook. Uh, Josh periodically updates our Facebook page. And not really. I need to do that more. But yeah, still, follow us. The more people follow, the more follow I feel inspired to update yeah. and put things up there and inspired Josh. You know, interrupt my life. <laughs> inspired Josh to interrupt his life with more updates. I think that's about it. So how do we usually end this thing? I oh, we already said how we ended it. Don't do it again. No, Josh. we didn't. We didn't say. No, I'm not gonna say it again. I was gonna <laughs> say like a string of horrible swear words again. You should. <laughs> You know what's a fun thing about uh, Russian that I learned? What's happening right now? Okay, My good yeah, friend yeah. Uh, Roman back home. Mm -hmm. I remember when he told me, he's like, the fun thing about swear words in Russian is that you can just apparently string them together and it always makes sense. Like hmm. grammatically, like doesn't matter how you throw them together, it just kind of makes sense. So you'd be like, you say, Sukoblaskatina Pitaras, <laughs> which is like, bitch, fuck shit i don't know bitch again maybe <laughs> pedophile you can do that in english <laughs> but it's the way you i don't understand i remember him saying that you could just like string them together grammatically it works is it that you can change the ending because they have declension where like the ending of the word changes the type of speech it is like so maybe that's what they're doing yeah, maybe i don't know you should ask him i don't know for more details yeah <laughs> what's that it's just swearing in russian oh okay <laughs> <laughs>
me cago en la, yeah. en la hostia or me cago en tu puta madre. That's kind of what I told you before. That's another good one. I taught a whole class on slang one day because they had finished all the other work. So I was like, I'll teach you slang today. And I used to do word of the day with one of my classes because they were like, can you teach us the swear words? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so every day I taught them a different swear word. Oh. I don't know. I don't know any others. And we're done, right? We're done like so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, Aya. You asked me more questions. Yeah. Boop. <laughs>